0: Good, welcome to another episode of Fun with Dumb. <laughs> and today I'm joined by another old homie of mine. Um, not like he's old, but just like we've known each other for a minute at this point, you know what I'm saying? And uh, I've known this guy from the beginning of his like YouTube career, you know, uh, comedian personality. Um. Yeah. Shout out, David. So, hey.
1: Everybody? Yo, This shit's professional as fuck.
0: <laughs>
1: you know what I don't know
0: why I do, always do it. I do it like really awkward and professional. But no,
1: it's what's professional is like. I don't see. So when I first met Dumb, this would never happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the the decor, <laughs> the the cameras, and everything. Hey man, I like to do things right, man.
0: I mean, my art direction is a big thing for me. You know. what Oh, I'm for saying? sure. Yeah, I'm into that. But uh,
1: yeah, man, how you doing, bro? Just chilling, man. This is dope. I like this man. Everybody's doing podcasts now, but I think like you have you're gonna have an interesting one.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, dude, honestly, I haven't even like we've known each other for a while, but we haven't even had like, a long conversation because yeah, we're usually ever. drunk. That's why. Yeah, we're
1: drunk.
0: <laughs> we're just shitting on somebody, yeah. hating on somebody. You that's not my career, dude. I, dude, I mean, yeah, that is true. That is true. I was just thinking that, like, thinking about the type of videos you do. There's a lot of anger.
1: Yeah. You know, like when I I first started doing that whole YouTube thing, like that's just what I grew up in. You know, everybody used to just clown on each other. Right. You know what I mean? And that's either how we got along with each other or that's how we connected. Right. And that's, I guess, like, because I live in such a small bubble, I thought everybody just did that. You know, so I just kind of took like this very all the shitty stand up that didn't work out on stage. I put it into these videos. Right. 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 It didn't translate well. But if you do jump cuts with them. They're way funnier, right? Right. So I would go up on stage, try to do the stand up, and people are just like, "That's just not funny." I'm yeah, like,
0: it's like combining a bunch of one
1: liners into like a video, right? Exactly. Yeah. And so I was like, "Oh, this is this is not working on stage, but I bet you will work on these videos." Yeah. And it turned out it did, like it, because people wanted like gratuitous jokes.
0: Yeah, so. I mean, I think like a lot of your videos is kind of coming from a place of frustration too, right? Like the first video where it went viral was like the UCLA thing yeah. and all that. It was that just like?
1: some shit you just have to like get off your chest type shit You like, know to be fun to be honest with you that shit <laughs> that shit cracked me up when I saw that for video. I was yeah. like, that's just hilarious. Yeah. You know? And so I just kind of did it in that rant type of format. And I think like people are like, yo, he's standing up for Asians. Like, right. I, I was like, not really. Like I just thought it was funny and it yeah. would be a funny video to do. You know, so I, I didn't really expect to be like this voice for like young Korean or Asian Americans. Yeah. It was just like that's just what we did growing up. We would just clown on people who did stupid right. shit.
0: Right. You Asian know? motherfuckers just like they love that shit. I remember when that shit came out and getting sh- it was shared on my Facebook walls and i think motherfuckers was just not used to seeing dudes like that or something you
1: know like yeah i don't think like the loud outspoken asian dude was something that was very common at that time right which didn't which kind of threw me off because like in sacramento it's hyper diverse right so we got a bunch of like asian gangbangers whatever everybody's loud as fuck so i'm i'm used to that yeah and so people are like oh you're kind of loud i'm like dude i'm the quiet one
0: but wait was that first video when you put out like was that something you were like okay I'm gonna start doing this or was this a one off thing that you were just trying out you I know wanted what I mean? to
1: do like comedy series stuff so like I, I I used to do like these funny little like stupid sketches just with like a couple of homies and stuff like that but after a while like I was like dude <laughs> making these sketches is so much fucking work right so I was like I'm just gonna and when I if you look at There's like a few videos prior to that, right? I would slow my speech down and I wouldn't curse because I wanted to be a little bit more friendly. Like a lot of people aren't going to understand where I'm coming from, so I'm just going to take that away. But after a while, that started stressing me out. I'm like, fuck it. Just say what you want and just be yourself and see what happens. And the next thing you know, the whole fucking video blew up. Like, yo, I remember I put that video up. I just said whatever and I edited it down. It was like 6 a.m. in the morning. It had like 70 likes or some shit. And I was like, dude, I'm fucking famous. (laughs) You know, I was like, I'm fucking famous. And I went to sleep the next morning. And like... Uh, like a few hours later, it had like, I don't know, 700 likes, 800 likes, right. 1,000 likes, 10,000 likes. And I was like, dude, what the fuck is going on? Right, right, right. And then my brother, he called me. He goes, dude, I'm seeing your face in every single fucking library I'm at in college right, right. now. And he was like, dude, what, what did you do? I was like, I don't know. He goes, you're going viral. I'm like, what the fuck does viral mean? <laughs> you know, yeah, I don't yeah. know what he's saying. I don't know what's going on. But it just kind of just caught like a fucking wildfire. I had no idea. It's
0: kind of a good genre to be in and on YouTube just because there's so much bullshit in this world that you, can, you have material forever
1: yeah (laughs) a hundred percent you know after a while too I actually like stopped doing YouTube for like off and on for like almost the past like two years yeah because I almost got tired of being angry all the time Yeah You know what I mean And because it, it wasn't Just funny anymore Now it's just me being angry I think that there's A big thing with like Being a YouTuber
0: Or being in that world That kind of fucks up Your mental health At times oh, too
1: Oh 100% Because I
0: did that thing You know like creating Web series and talking And ranting and all this shit And after a while It felt like my fucking Soul was dying Yeah <laughs> that shit like, that's,
1: that's what happened That's why I, I wanted To try doing film And that's why we I did fucking gook Right 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 You know and it was so Refreshing You killed dude. that role By the way Thanks say, man yeah. And it was so weird Because I'm not I'm I'm not from, like, K-Town, but then, like, I, you know, for the past seven years, I've, I, I lived here. Right. So, it was, it was kind of an interest perspective, and I just had to do it from the perspective I grew up back at home in Sacramento.
0: Well, it was dope, too, because it, it saw, it's, it showed, like, a pretty vulnerable
1: side of you, which, yeah. like,
0: that's not, like, what you do in the videos, you know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah, in yeah. that shit, you were, like... Being broken down and shit. That shit
1: shit was hard, man. It was so funny because like Justin would work with me on these lines and stuff, but it's so funny like on set too. Like people don't know like Justin's he's very particular about his vision. Yeah, and that's what you need from a director is a guy that just says, "Hey, I know exactly what I want and this is how I want it." But you know, sometimes like we're working like hours on hours. I remember this fully. Not used the butt heads. set, we're fucking yelling at each other and shit. He's like, "That's not what I want from the scene." I'm like, "What the fuck do you want then, dude?" (laughs) We're getting all mad. I
0: mean, in the movie he's like going in on you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's like shitting on you. You're just like,
1: yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're not even
0: snapping back. You're just like,
1: yeah, like oh, you got me on that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you right. know, cause that in that film, like our relationship isn't so much of brother and older brother. It's more like father and son. Right. And so that was kind of, that relationship That's was kind true. of derived from the relationship I had with my father.
0: Well, people who aren't familiar, by the way, there's a film called gook on Netflix right now where uh, the main characters are, is Justin Chan and David. So they're playing brother, and this takes place in the, uh, during the LA riots in 1992 probably one of the best like scripted thing uh, like movies about the riots you know what I mean good perspective and shit but
1: yeah, uh, yeah, I'm, thanks man like we were we really wanted it to be like about people You know what I mean? Because if you wanted it to be about the rights, then you could go watch a documentary. (laughs) You know what I mean? I mean, there's hundreds of them. So it's like from that perspective of like two families that just don't really understand each other. And everybody has a different perspective. And like my biggest thing was I wanted people to walk away with this. Like, yo, when you're when you're hungry and you're just trying to feed your family, you don't give a fuck about somebody else's problems. That's the last thing on your mind. So you're not trying to figure out why, you know, like. Black Americans are systemically put down. You're not trying to figure out why these immigrants don't have money and they have businesses, but they're still poor. Right. All you see is Asian guy has business in my neighborhood. Yeah. He's fucking it up for me. Right. And Asian people are told Black people are a certain way by Americans, and they see that.
0: I, I did notice that about the film. It's like the riots are happening around them, but the real chaos is just within each with each other. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. It <laughs> <laughs> was uh, yeah. It was dope. That's why you know. It's funny. Like I. I was like one of the first people like who like donated to his Kickstarter for Gook Mm -hmm. and I watched it like hella late. Like, <laughs> like like I literally saw that shit within this past month dude, I had a- <laughs> it like, so, and then it sucks because every Asian motherfucker I run into the bringing it up I'm like word shit that shit was lit
1: like great story so I like, love that part the coloring was amazing he I was didn't like, even tell like Justin like, no no
0: I literally saw that shit like three weeks ago like I
1: you know what I'm saying like who colored the film was like, it was black and white bro <laughs> <laughs> it shit it, colors just popping yeah, it was popping. It was so retro dude I love the fucking effects it was yeah, like, yeah, what yeah. the fuck are you talking about, man? No, nah, it
0: was good, man. <laughs> I, I really was like, I, I mean, people praised your performance and then you killed it, bro. Oh,
1: it was thanks, dope. It was dope. I mean, how was that experience for you during, during shooting that? Like, It was good, man. Like, honestly, I, I don't know if people know this about me, but my, my biggest motivation is like the, the most Korean thing about me. It's like, it's always to prove somebody wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which people say is a bad way to do things, but it's just how I've done things my whole life. Right. So when I was trying to get uh, signed by an agency just for an acting thing outside for being a social media influencer mm-hmm. they didn't want to deal with me right. specifically because uh, shout outs to you fucking viners that don't show up to your fucking auditions by the way you fucking pieces of shit uh they <laughs> You're saying
0: they fucked up they the kind of they wouldn't show up to their auditions okay.
1: and they would expect the world that they're like well why do I have to audition do you know who i am and right. that was the type of attitude and this is what a lot of these agencies would tell me and so right. they didn't want to sign like new new media influencers really so that right. that
0: happened like that literally kind of shifted you know the expectation of exactly yeah. and they,
1: they don't even realize that they would they we walk into these auditions and they're like well I didn't get the role yeah because you fucking suck dick that's all <laughs> you know that's all yeah, yeah get better on your craft we all suck you yeah, know that's a you- funny
0: thing I feel like you know obviously with brands and stuff they like working with influencers and all that but like when it comes to tv and film it's not necessarily something that looks good mm-hmm. you know what I mean like you have to actually deliver on your performance or whatnot yeah. you walk in there So actually at this point Saying you're an influencer might, might make you look bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like corny whatever. It's, like
1: it's kind of weird. And so like I had to work past that. And so because I couldn't get what I wanted, and I'm not sure if I wanted to be an actor, but the fact that somebody would say no to me kind of bothered me a bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I was like, hold on a second. Like if you send me to these auditions, I'm gonna show up. Right. You know, whether I get these roles or not, I wanna at least try it out. And but if you're if you're already putting that wall in front of me, it's like, well fuck it, I'm just gonna create my own shit.
0: Ha- has being in Gook like opened up some opportunities or because I mean up- it did so good in film festival, circles and all that you know
1: oh yeah i mean i got i got signed to an agency you know all these opportunities opened up and for me it was a way to figure out not so much that i wanted to be an actor it's i gotta try it first to see if i like it in the first place and so when that happened was like all these auditions all these general meetings started happening and i started going for all these like series regular roles and then for me i was kind of like okay well do i want to be an actor now and uh, i'm still trying to figure that out right now
0: do you i mean i mean that process i mean because i've gone through the process too and I'm, i'm still going through it like How has that experience been going into auditions and stuff? Do you like it? Do you hate it? What is it?
1: I fucking hate auditions. I think auditions are number one, like, I, I love acting, I love all that other shit, but I think auditions are the dumbest fucking process on earth. Yeah. Like, you give somebody a few seconds to kill this role, right? And they're like, they don't got it. Some people are just bad auditioners, yeah. but they're amazing actors. True. You know? And so, and you know, I, albeit I do understand the casting director's positions because they're seeing hundreds and hundreds of people, they don't have that fucking time. But, like, I've seen amazing actors that just suck at auditioning. That's yeah. it. You know, and yeah. they could kill these roles way better than some of these other people. And and people already know this business too. It's a lot about who you know and who you suck up to. Yeah. The problem is, I'm not a kiss ass. Yeah. I, I don't know how to do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I do know how to do it, but I'd fucking kill myself. Right. 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 You know, and that kind of stuff shows too when you meet people. So I can only hope that they like me as a human being. And if you like my acting, you'll sign me up. I,
0: I'll tell you right now, the auditioning is one thing that everybody has to fucking do. You know, there's people you think that, you know, are just famous, get to shoe in for things. But I've gone to auditions and I've been in rooms like, why the fuck you here? Yeah, You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. like last time we we had some audition for some small ass role with two broke girls. And I'm in the waiting room with every Asian male actor (laughs) that I thought was like on. Yeah, That shit would blew my fucking
1: mind. They still got to go through the same ropes. Shit is wild, bro. Unless you're like Denzel or some shit like that, they're not gonna be in that type of shit because they're building the film around them. Right. But everybody else is still fighting for that same position and that same job. Right. And that was the cool part about it. You know, I just, you know, for me, like I'm so observant, I started picking up on everybody's like unique, like auditioning shit. It's like some people start doing yoga in the middle of it. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, bro? Shut the fuck (laughs) up. Exhaling hella loud in this small ass room and shit. Right, right, right. Like this other dude was just, I remember this audition. I'll forever remember this guy, man. This fool... It's like the room was like the like the half the size of this table, and he starts doing like downward dog in the middle of it, and uh, fucking what's her name is next to me, um, ten, not Tanache, fucking uh, Christina Milian, she's okay. next to me, right? And I just look at her, and she looks at me, she goes like, "What the fuck is this guy doing?" You know, I was like, "I don't fucking know." And he he almost wanted us to ask him, "Hey man, what are you doing?" Right, right. I was not gonna do that. There's
0: some extra ass fools in audition waiting rooms. Yeah. Like my favorite shit is when someone goes before me, and you know like the doors right there, they go in and you hear like yelling. <laughs> yeah. like that's my favorite shit. Yeah. Like they're completely overdoing the scene, you know, yeah. I'm just like cracking the fuck you up. You
1: know what's so weird though? Because sometimes like I, I read it, right? And I read a script. I'm like, oh, this is a single cam. You don't have to go as big. Yeah. And somebody goes hella big in the room and the whole room's cracking up. I'm like, I right. fuck up? <laughs> like, should I go big too? What the fuck should I do? And I go in and I get a couple of chuckles. I'm like, oh, fuck that guy, dude. He ruined it for me. Oh my God. And I just walk out super disappointed. But after a while, you just start to scab over, dude. Right. I scab now, dude. I walk in. And if I don't kill it, I'm like, oh, I sucked. And yeah. I just move on. Like, well, what can you do?
0: Yeah, The process is crazy because, I mean, especially in LA, you're driving across town sometimes at random hours. You go in for like two minutes. Do you ever feel discouraged to like, you're like, do I even want to do this today?
1: I, mean, I know this right. sounds kind of like super like beggars can't be choosers, but if it's like a single line thing, I'm not going to go in. Right, right, right. Just because like, it's not that I'm above that role. It's just like, why do I audition in the first place? Just because I like acting. If I don't become the biggest actor on earth, I could die perfectly fine. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? I made Gook and I'm actually pretty happy. I didn't expect ever to get into Sundance, especially that fast. Right, right, right. With the very first project, That I that I was on acted in helped produce. Right, that's a blessing for sure. Yeah, you know, so I've already kind of reached that bucket list goal. So it's like, okay, if I don't become the biggest actor, what's going to happen?
0: Well, I think also as a creator, it's hard for you to be like, I want to, I'm going to go across town do this audition for Mm. a single line. I think that's a big factor, especially for me. It's not, it's not a cockiness thing, right? But it's like for us as creators, I'm like, I can write scripts for me or whatever. I'm Mm. not like, we're not like. Working actors, like I don't want it to be like a nine to five thing for me. Yeah, I want to do projects that I'm passionate about. Yeah, as a creator, and you know, I, I we've known this too. We're we're going out for roles and stuff, but the truth is, you're not like perfect roles for you, and dream
1: roles aren't just going to land on your lap. One hundred percent. You know, that's why, like, you know, when when they came out with that article about that HBO show called K Town, you right, know, right, right. I was like, if I don't get an audition for this, somebody's going to die. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, how many like Korean actors? can actually fill that role. If you don't get an audition right, for that, right, right. I'll be pissed. But, but it, that's the funny thing.
0: You'll see projects, you know, hit the screen or whatever. And you're like, how the fuck did I not get an audition yeah. for this? You First know what of I mean? Mean? like,
1: Yo, Fucking Marco Polo, I look like a Mongolian. How dare you not even call me once? <laughs> right, right. I look like his son. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like I could have. I don't care what scene it was. I could have been the dude that walked him and got a spear in his face. Right, right, right. <laughs> and I would have been happy. Well,
0: shout, well, shout out the Pedro at Cafe Blue, uh, the homie uh, who's an actor. He's like this big, like buff dude. You know, he's in K Town Cowboys and shit. This motherfucker will go off about audition. He's like, "How the fuck did I not get this? Like, <laughs> I'm the only buff Mongolian looking. Like, he, he, was, he, I think he went up for Marco Polo and shit. He oh was shit! Like, yeah, he was like furious because he he made it to finals and he didn't get the shit. He was so fucking. Dude, furious. Man, oh, shout
1: out to fucking Benedict Wong though. I think he is one of the best Asian American male actors out there, killing it. Well, I fucking love I mean, that guy. Well, I mean, he's
0: getting the roles because he's ill. You That's know what I'm I mean? saying. Yeah.
1: Dude, man, he because he like DM me on Instagram, telling me he loved Goop, little chub, just right there. I was I was, like, oh, I was like, he doesn't even know. Well, he probably knows now. But I was like, oh shit, fucking Benedict Wong just yeah. messaged me right now, dude. To me, that's like fucking. I don't know what's a what's a white actor that white people look up to. Fucking. I mean, there's a lot. I know, There's like four thousand of them. <laughs> fucking Leonardo DiCaprio just right. messaging fucking Jake Paul or something. But
0: the dope thing about here's the thing: to a lot of non-Asian motherfuckers, like they might not even look at certain actors like that and you know think that we, like these are guys we look up to. Yeah. Right. Because there's only a handful. And maybe they're not like A listers yet. But that's how much we get excited from. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, like a, oh, it's like. To them, they might be like, "He's the Asian dude in this shit." Yeah, you know, to us was like, "That's better than <laughs> <laughs> quoi."
1: Because I met uh, Randall Park uh, yeah. at a Wong Fu thing, yeah, yeah, and yeah. he was like, "Hey, David," he said my first fucking name, and I was like, "He fucking knows my fucking yeah. name." And he was like, "Hey, I'm a big fan of your stuff." I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. And Randall Park doesn't even know that I love Randall Park. You know what I mean? No, and then he... I saw Daniel Day Kim, dude. I'm like, fucking, that's Daniel Day no, Kim no, for sure. I you
0: mean, dude, Randall. The crazy thing about Randall is like, I've known that fool since I was 15. That's crazy, dude. We used to rap together. Uh, he, he's what? older than me he was in a rap group and he was the rapper in a group that's fucking wild and I was a solo at rapper and I was young I was like 15 he was probably like 20 or something doing yeah. shows we're in the same circuit like the Asian grassroots shit and like yeah and I saw his journey he stopped rapping he was doing stand up and then all of a sudden television and he, he's so good he's you know so what I mean? fucking he's good he's so man. fucking funny like there's not a lot of Asian dudes who has the comedic timing that he does. He's effortless. Insane. Like, it's
1: it's a guy who knows how to be funny without trying to be funny. Right. You know, Like I don't know how to do that. So like, he's very yeah, good yeah, at yeah, that yeah. shit. You know what I mean? So see, even when he was on like that small episode of The Office, yeah, yeah, yeah. I freaked the fuck out. It's like, subtle,
0: it's like the subtlety, you know? Yeah. He's not like over the top. He's like chill, but just fucking funny.
1: He's just a funny ass fucking dude, man. There's a lot of like dope, like Asian actors and comedians that are getting recognized you right. know and I really really do like it but at the other hand too there's also a lot of fucking shitty actors and a lot of shitty Asian comedians that feel like they deserve what they what those people have even though they work for it
0: I, I well I think here's the thing is to navigate, I mean I think I could relate to you a lot because I, you know obviously we're very blunt about shit we like or mm-hmm. shit we hate yeah like but it's a dangerous territory too right because it's like if you hate some shit all of a sudden you're a hater yeah you know what I mean? I, I'm,
1: I'm at this point right now where I'm just like, I'm just going to support right now because they – we need it
0: right it's not productive right if you're just hating
1: exactly so like I put out a tweet the, like uh, like a couple months ago so I can't wait till fucking Asian Americans are on the screen so I can start talking shit about everybody dude <laughs> I'm waiting
0: yeah yeah like that's progress <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> you know what I mean that's <laughs> mad progress it dude is, yeah. it's like the same shit that I say about my friends it's like dude if I'll know that you're famous when I see you across the street and I go hey what's up and you go fuck you I'm like that's my boy right there he's yeah. famous now he don't know me <laughs> I, I mean I, I have a
0: hard time with that shit too because there's things that I like and things that I hate but I, I think that's also something as i'm getting older learning how to navigate you know sometimes yeah. you just got to shut your fucking
1: mouth yeah man I'm, I'm trying to learn that like the other day
0: <laughs> <laughs> i'm still yeah i'm it's... still
1: like the other day like so there was this video that i put out Yeah, uh, it was it was with tim and there was a couple of korean girls in there and the and the joke was that i okay by them... the
0: way i know the girl
1: yeah so i actually i actually did apologize to her because
0: that's good. That's that's some big bigger man shit. Yeah, and yeah. the
1: reason why I apologized to her wasn't, wasn't because I didn't take back the joke. Yeah. I refuse to take back the right, joke. Right, right. That's that's something that I won't do. I did apologize because I didn't take in consideration about how she felt about it. So when I made this joke, right, the joke was about I, me.
0: Okay, so I didn't, I, I saw this, like my homie put it in our group chat because we uh, know the girl, right? Uh-huh. And he was, and we know you. So he was like, yo, what's, you know, and I was like, what, what, so what's the video? So, so, so the video was like, uh, so,
1: it, it, within this video right in, in send Foods um, basically the ongoing joke is Tim gets recognized and I don't right, right. so whoever recognizes him I just talk shit about that okay. person because oh, they, they don't really know Tim Right. and so there's these two just regular looking Korean girls you know K-Town chicks and they came up to him and I'm like hey what's up my F- Tim's photographer so that already set up the joke up and I was like look at these loose women loose women coming up to Tim what? you know and so I guess like in their mind they saw it as I'm calling them a bunch of hoes right, but the right. joke is I'm bitter and soft that Tim always gets recognized, so I'm just making fun of yeah. everybody. Yeah,
0: but I get it. I get both sides. I mean, I get the joke, but I see how could they could've taken it Exactly,
1: and so the reason why I got upset at her is instead of saying, hey, I don't like the fact that you made a joke out of me. She says, you attacked the whole female gender. So she did that right. little bit where she wanted to get the whole. So that's it, when you snapped back. I saw like that you commented. Yeah, it was the whole, she tried to make it a gender issue. Right. And that's where I got upset because for me, I don't like people when they take a positive movement that's happening right now and only using it for yourself when it only works for you. I get it, I get right? you saying, yeah. But <clears throat> aside from all that, which I still stand by that statement to this day, I don't think it was, a. I think it was a cheap trick that she did. I still have to recognize that just because I was trying to make the joke about myself, it doesn't mean that everybody thought the joke was about me, because I read a couple comments where they're like, they call them K-Town hoes, I was not having that. I didn't like that. So I had to take it back. Right, right. And I I messaged her and I was like, hey, I, I realized, and I talked to my mom, I talked to my girlfriend about it, and they were like, well, you have to take in consideration how she felt because just because you told that joke that way doesn't mean that that's how she felt about it. No, that's true. And I, she I, wasn't a part of the joke.
0: And, and here's the thing, like, we have platforms with big fan bases and people who get behind you and you don't want, like, Think about the other end, right? Exactly. They'll feel powerless yeah. when all your friends are like, fuck that. Yeah. You know, like you can't and we gotta understand that. Exactly. That we have that. You know what I mean? And they your fans think they're helping you. hundred like, percent. No, they're not. You
1: know, and there was like her and her friends ganged up on me, they got my post taken down, and that was fine. And I just had a sleep I on mean, that's it. That's good. I
0: mean, I, I, I get where she's coming from. Oh, so I'm not even mad at her, like, you know, I, I know her, you know, saying she, I'm I can see how she was mad. And, yeah. and here's the thing. Yeah, like if she she did mention the whole female thing or whatever, of course, because if somebody's attacking me, I'm gonna use whatever ever. the fuck to destroy you. Exactly. I, I know that f- come from battling. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, There's no things off limits. If someone attacks me, and it's fair game at that point.
1: Yeah, you know 100%. what I'm saying. Yeah. So
0: I mean, that's that's well,
1: my I, two cents. And you know, when I when I when I when I really reflected upon it, I got I couldn't go to sleep, and I don't ever get affected by comments. <laughs> you know what I mean? I could not sleep, <laughs> yeah. and the reason why I couldn't sleep is because. I wasn't mad at her. I was disappointed in myself. Right, right. Because of how it. I handled it. Right. I was like, bro, if you're so fucking smart and you think you're so much, you know, smarter than she is, why the fuck did you talk to her like a fucking caveman? You know, you could have right. just said, like, hey, I'm sorry that you felt that way, but this is the premise of the joke. And if you felt that way, my bad dude will take it down. That's how a normal it, person would be. You Well, you did,
0: it. man. I'll say, it, I was actually very, very shocked you took it down because, I mean, I'm glad you did, but I'm saying I was very shocked because after, you know, being on different series with you and talking like very loosely about all types of shit, you really do not give a fuck yeah. about a lot of shit.
1: I mean, I didn't take it down. Instagram took it down. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> just to no, 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 no. But yeah. no, didn't
0: you re-upload the video?
1: Oh, we re-uploaded it, and then we, we took that part up because they didn't want to be a part right, of it, right. so okay. I completely understand. I and because I read that comment that's, that called them hoes, I was like, that's where it becomes a gender issue now. Yeah. Because just because I didn't make it that way doesn't doesn't mean that other people didn't. Cool, cool. And so if people are walking around calling her a hoe when she's just this basic girl, like yeah. basic as in just a normal girl, not like you're a basic bitch, but then it becomes a problem for me because yeah. now I think about, my mom. I also think about the girlfriend that I'm with, and then I think about it like that.
0: Yeah. So nah, I just had to clear it up as a Koreatown councilman. You know. Yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> he's the mayor of K-Town, dude. <laughs> no, I mean, no. It's like I know the homegirl, and I'm. I just wanted to talk, and that, that's good that we talked about it because we were hearing the yeah, all sides. And of I it. told her yeah. too
1: in the message. I messaged her, like I told her, hey, I slept on it. I was wrong. I apologize. I up. didn't take. Into consideration how you felt. The next time I see you in person, I'm gonna apologize to you face to face. I have to. So when I realize that I'm wrong, that's what I'm saying. Like I never get affected by comments. And I was like, why the fuck can I sleep? Usually when I roast somebody, I'm like, fuck yeah, <laughs> you know, like I did a good job. That of- that's,
0: that is part of growing up. You know, being affected by shit. You know, I, I know, and, dude. And I, I don't want to grow old and fucking numb to shit. And because. We are, like, I get like that, too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I'm getting so numb to certain things. that We live in the society, like, of not giving a sh- fuck. And you get older, I think that comes at aging, too. You yeah. start, like, being like, whatever. We're walking the fuck. We're walking around, like, in sandals all the time. <laughs> you know, uh-huh. like, just washed, yeah. washed, you know, things that we do.
1: But... I don't know, man. Yeah, I just had to be smart about that too. Cause, like, usually when it comes to a comment, it's not, it's me doing a clap back. So, for yeah. her, it was, she was actually attacked first and she was clapping back at me. So, I was the person in the wrong and I couldn't connect it. That's what I'm saying, man. Like, I, it is like we're getting a little older and we're yeah. starting to be a little bit more empathetic. Cause now I'm like, I, I really think, like, okay. How am I affecting this person, and right. was it worth it? and like no, it wasn't worth it because the joke made people laugh, but they were laughing at her, and they weren't laughing with her
0: what what level of like you know I know you're a person who you know is very open to free speech, whatever any person wants to share is there like a limit for you like
1: some shit that is really off limits? I guess it's like that's the same like the hood rules like don't talk about my mom, don't talk about my dad. Other than that, you could say whatever you want about people. Say whatever they fucking want about me, you yeah. know. But I guess like the, the when she made it family legit, shit, family, or family shit, whatever. And yeah. you know when when I when I'm called like a misogynist or I don't respect women, it's like ooh shit. Now you're now you're for some reason that, 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 irked that me.
0: yeah that pokes it, it your... poked me
1: a little bit yeah. too just because like that's like so far from what I'm at and right. you know people take the words like you use the word bitch. I call everybody a bitch. It doesn't right. matter, girl, guy, whatever, bitches. If I call you a bitch, I'm I'm using it to insult you. Yeah. So, of course, it's supposed to be offensive. I, I, that
0: that does affect me, too. When somebody wants to automatically, you know, things about like racist or misogyny. It's like the hot thing. It just makes it just boils your fucking blood. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And it's like that just tells me that they don't they're not even up on your shit. Yeah. Like they don't know who you are even because I mean, it's pretty much out there. Yeah, they would If they really saw Like just another video They'll know that You're not that Or whatever You know it's Yeah
1: like, you know And, and what it Kind of comes down to For me is just like I also get mad When people Don't respond back To what you're saying You know So for example Like within that uh, You know exchange I would respond back To with, with certain points And then they won't Respond back to that point And instead they'll just Go off an emotional tirade yeah. And now I'm getting frustrated Because are you even Reading what I'm saying And then somebody well, I guess it was one of her friends Explained it to me In a certain way I was like oh She's actually speaking... To me, and I'm like, okay, this makes sense, and it kind of clicked a little bit. Okay, but obviously she was angry. Her sister was fucking mad at me, by the way, and I I feel so bad because like I know on their end they were mad, yeah. And I started feeling bad because as she was writing to me, I started laughing. Yeah, I was like, oh, this bitch is mad. You know, <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Yeah, you know? yeah and yeah. I'm like, oh, David, why are you laughing so much at this? Well, next time we're gonna get
0: Jess on here and we'll talk about this. All right.
1: <laughs> yeah, she could come well, on, and, hey, I, yeah. and I'll yeah. be like, hey, man, I'm so sorry about the way that you yeah, felt about that. Yeah, we'll do a
0: community soju shot, and that's yeah, how we solve dude. problems around That'd here. That'd
1: be great, you know. And I'll you know Her sister Her sister won't get an apology, but she will. You know, just because her sister was not saying anything that made sense. I, I don't know if this is resolving shit or oh, no, just escalating no, it right now. Oh, no, no, no. But shout outs to the sister for standing up for yeah. your sister. I mean, that's just, That's some dope stuff, dude. Yeah. But she was saying some some wild, wild <laughs> shit, though. <laughs> like, for example, like the thing like,
0: like, fuck you, fatty. Yeah. Just like,
1: <laughs> I was cracking up because she <laughs> she wrote, so I wrote this thing where I was like, I don't think this is a gender issue, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And, and uh, basically to that, she wrote like, like whoever said that, this other person said it was a gender issue. I was like, "That's what the whole thing is about." What are you talking? But you know, she's just it's fine. Off of emotion. You know, the
0: internet is not a good place to have these conversations. Yeah, either, man. you know,
1: and I think the sad thing is, is like. I feel like the bad thing about me is that I'm actually making them mad but I'm the one laughing on the other end so now I'm just becoming a troll it's like okay yeah. David what are you doing right now you're, you're a fucking you're an adult stop and, this shit well, that, well, that, that's, that comes to what you said you like being right and that's the most Korean thing about exactly. you exactly and that was the terrible part that's why I couldn't go to sleep it's like you're so busy about trying to be right when really you should have been more considerate about this person's feelings and a human being right. and I wasn't doing it's that it's that ego and pride we just gotta let down yeah you dude know? so Jen I apologize to you once Jess. again Jess I'm sorry <laughs> it's a Korean yeah <laughs> you know what i don't i don't know what's going on uh i blew out my knee so karma it's so, totally. <laughs> you know what i mean yeah
0: apologies well, um let's just move on from that but um <laughs> now another thing man i gotta say is uh you are a very talented musician as well ah man you know You, you sing, know, you sing you know, know what bit, I, mean? Yeah. I mean also you know you sang in gook was that something that uh justin wanted kind yeah. of
1: showcase as well yeah i think justin uh used that as a device to show that uh, it was like kind of a stereotype breaking moment mm-hmm. you know Cause like true. during that time, people only saw Asians as pencil pushing dweebs. Right. But there was a lot of kids who wanted to become rappers. Ie you. Yeah, yeah. You know, a lot of people who wanted to be R and B singers, b boys, dancers, whatever. Right. But you know, the world didn't see them as that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah.
1: and so that's what my character kind of shows. Like, yo, this kid has
0: something else to him. I thought that was actually cool because to somebody just watching that, they might be like, "This is unbelievable." I'm like, "No, motherfuckers had dreams <laughs> during that time." You know what I mean? I thought that was kind of interesting, being like oh you're recording a demo right mm-hmm. and even but even like Justin's character is just like just get the fuck out of here yeah, you know what dude. I mean? which probably was the mentality of any Korean peer or, a, or parental figures you know
1: 100% man when, even when I was doing stand up people didn't understand it you know what I mean right. they didn't understand the whole stand up thing me doing music it was just such an odd thing especially because like because I was doing stand up and music at the same time I liked music but I looked like a comedian so like and I'm doing R&B music too by yeah. the way you know what I mean and I'm over here with like a fucking shirt, red shirt that says bok choy on it with a buzz cut, <laughs> you know, because I didn't give a fuck about right, what I looked right, like. because right. I was more into the comedy at the time. Yeah. And the music was such a side thing and it just really didn't mesh well. I,
0: I think that's one thing that's fucked up about the music industry, like what you just described, right? When somebody just doesn't look like a musician, you're yeah. like laughing at them. You know what I mean? It's kind of fucked up. And that's still to this day, like, I mean, there's progress being made. But still, like in pop industry of music and shit, it's like everyone you, you gotta have the look, or yeah. whatever the fuck. And people care about that so much, you know?
1: Yeah, hundred percent, man. And like that, that look part is like, I think I feel like uh, what's it called? Uh, Spotify and SoundCloud help alleviate that a lot. Yeah, you know, so people can just get recognized for the music. Because before that, even just like YouTube, there's gatekeepers, right? Yeah. So it's like you can't get this role, you can't do this content unless I let you. But right. SoundCloud, Spotify started destroying that concept. Right. It's like, if the people have spoken, like, I'm dope. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't need you to tell me whether I'm dope or whether people are gonna buy my music or right, not. Right, right. Pe- that's how people like fucking Lil Yachty. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't fuck with this music, but there are people that do, right, you right. know? And so that they kind of represent a demographic that wasn't being reached because somebody was telling them that they couldn't. Well,
0: it's like the voice too, right? Like, yeah. but the funny thing is the voice is like, you know, they'll hear somebody kill it the chairs turn around and it's like, the voice is coming from this motherfucker. Yeah. Like, it's like a low-key, like, backhand compliment, yeah. you know? Like, I'm like, why can't it just come from this dude? You know, why can't that voice come from this person? It's yeah, just it's like
1: that same comment when people will see you and they're like, oh, your English is really good. And I'm like, yeah, it is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that, you gotta, I mean, at that, that point, that's just some racist shit.
1: Yeah, and I was like, okay. But that, that I mean, it's so weird, because I didn't experience that a lot in Sacramento, but when I started traveling for these shows, like when we do these college shows, I I started to understand that the world that I grew up in where Asian people, black people, and Mexican people, we all mix together really well, isn't what those kids feel out there in the Midwest. It's true,
0: I I felt like that's that's a big blessing, even the way I grew up, mm -hmm. you know? Because I'll do a lot of these shows at colleges and universities and Asian kids will like, always ask this question to me, like, how, is it, how does it feel like being an Asian that came up in this predominantly black community of hip hop and shit? I'm like, shit was tight. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, like it, it made me such a good artist. Yeah, And I just knew when I was going to these open mics and I was the only Asian dude, like stepping in a cypher and freestyling, like I'm gonna have an opportunity to be like this guy who stands out and I'm gonna be heard. You yeah. know, because people would be like, "What does this Asian dude have?" And yeah, I think yeah, yeah. That's a cool thing, and hip hop, hip hop is about being unique and st- you know standing out. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So to me, it was like an advantage. It wasn't like a crutch.
1: Yeah. you know what I mean. And I think these kids don't get that. That's the hard. You know, when I used to watch your battles back in the day, right? I'm like, dude, they're gonna say so many Asian jokes. I wonder what you're gonna say back to them. And like in my mind, I'm like, okay, if I was in that, what would I say? I got one line. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I would have been killed. <laughs> you know, I, I, well, that's the thing. It's about battling.
0: Is a lot of About that too. There's certain people who don't give a fucking damn near say borderline racist shit. You know what I mean? But. The the really good battlers know how to tell these jokes in a very classy way, in a sense, and that's yeah. comedy, right? And, yeah. and, and you know, when people do comedy, you can talk about race and different things, mm-hmm. but the best comedians talk about race where they're very familiar with the cultures. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying? Those are the best ones. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's the same with you, right? Like if you make a joke about different cultures, like you're so familiar with that culture that the motherfuckers like, yeah, because
1: <laughs> we know the inside jokes of the inside jokes. You right? Know, it's like that same concept where I, you know, people ask like, well, what do you feel? About, you know, when this white dude does the Vietnamese accent, it's like he did it really well. Yeah, it was yeah. hilarious. Right, right. You know, because there's accuracy in it. He understands the nuances when he does like a Korean, Chinese, Vietnamese accent. Exactly. It's like the same thing with like Russell Peters, right? Yeah, I
0: was just about to say that he's a dude who understands the individual cultures. Mm-hmm. There, it's not just like, this is how Asian motherfuckers are. No, he's like, this is how Indians, Pakistan, Chinese, Vietnamese, Koreans. Yeah. Like, you could tell that motherfucker grew up with everybody. Like, I
1: used to say this about my dad all the time. People are like, yo, do you think your dad's a little racist? I'm like, he's not racist. He hates everybody equally dude he hates if anything he yeah. hates korean people the most
0: right right right. you know right, what i mean right. like
1: he talks shit about every single fucking race dude he hates everybody yeah. it's all the same level dude you, if you love everybody the same you could hate everybody the same yeah same shit yeah he's not he's not racist he's super racist yeah he's just like a hyper racist dude <laughs> it just it's two negatives cancel each other he's a positive now dude he's good <laughs> yeah.
0: did, did you ever like uh try with, with your music stuff like were you was that one of you, like your early passions, even before the comedy? Like you were yeah, trying. I just to- wanted
1: to get pussy, dude. That's really
0: what it was. <laughs>
1: like, that, that's <laughs> did the whole, it help? Yeah. Like it, it was like one of those things that it was such a, it was, it was so surprising hearing that voice coming from somebody that yes. looked like me, that it, it was just like a conversation starter right, or, right, or, or right, right. something to that extent, and then. But uh, that
0: is the root of like everybody's story and why they started this. Yeah. It's like girls, right?
1: Awesome. Yeah, it's, it's so just,
0: funny because like uh, you'll get interviewed. Uh, I'm sure you've been through this. They're like, you know what? How did you get into this? Blah, blah, And they want to they answer like <laughs> to tell the stories of my Asian American people. No, but I'm like, no, I wanted to get pussy. Like, yeah. that was, I mean,
1: that's the truth. And it kept working. <laughs> so it's like, well, am I going to stop this? Absolutely fucking not, dude. I'm going to keep doing this yeah, shit. I until was it. at
0: house parties and when I freestyled, I realized I get free blunts and drinks and pussy. <laughs> so I was like,
1: that's why. I wanted to continue (laughs) And lightweight too It was also like This small little hood pass That you got you, yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Y- y- you know what it, I mean well,
0: it's, it's like every kid right you want to be accepted and that was a big factor of being accepted you know and yeah. around your surroundings and stuff but I mean obviously later down don't, don't get all mad like yeah now we care about representation and all yeah, this shit yeah 100% you gotta grow
1: into that though yeah and I have a girlfriend now so I'm done I'm I'm pussy locked down so it's done <laughs> you know what I mean he sang his last tune yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all done It's 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 so interesting like I remember like Trying to write music and shit Music is so fucking hard I'm not sure if, if any of you realize How hard music is Out of all the things I've tried In, in terms of art right. Music has been the most difficult Because like I feel like when I wrote a co- Like a stand up set back in the day When it was good I could tweak it And still feel better about it because sometimes you put it out It's like fuck this i hate this i hate this i hate right. this i hate this i hate this and then it goes into like okay what's the album art what's that gonna be it like? is a
0: lot of factors i think a lot of kids don't realize Yeah, who's
1: gonna be the engineer who's gonna fucking mix my shit right. do i even like this person that's gonna mix it did they even do it on time is this person gonna finish this like you know it's right. just so much shit dude who's gonna vocally produce this shit am i you know it's just so many factors into it that it,
0: I, it is a lot of i mean that's that's art in general right it's about when to stop and being like this is ready to go yeah you know but i think the more experience you Get you have more confidence in the choices you make. Yeah, you know what I mean, like acting or comedy or whatever. You got to feel confident about the choices and things you say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, at some point, you
1: can't just be so analytical. So for you, you know, you know specifically, just because I follow your music so much, you had a point where you actually switched. You went. You were super doing like underground, underground beats, kind of like very simple, straightforward. And then you started getting into this whole different realm where I, I really started to feel like you started finding your style and your voice.
0: Well, yeah, I, I think I'm always gonna wanna be like, lyricism is a big part of what I do. Mm-hmm. But I learned, you know, like, I was trying to cram in shit without sounding melodic. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I wanted to rhyme a certain thing so bad. And I'm like, dude, I can... I cannot rhyme Olive Garden and Dolly Parton for one thing, you know. Like, let me just chill out. Like, I don't need to squeeze that in because I'm like, I found a dope rhyme. Yeah, I don't need to make it work. You know what it's I'm saying? It's battle
1: rapper a dilemma, dude.
0: Yeah, it is. It's like I and I realize, and that's where music's at now. Anyways, like a lot, hip hop is more melodic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I like how it sounds. I, I like the yeah. fact that you know, it, you know, you don't have to squeeze in these things and it sounds forced. You know, because yeah. there is that element. Just because you said a dope rhyme doesn't mean you, it sounds cool. Yeah, you know, so. That's what it is.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think, I kind of feel like people listen like I still like my 90s hip hop and whatever right and then people talk about yo everybody was so fucking lyrical back then not everybody was hella no, lyrical hell, no. hell fucking no dude <laughs> if, even if you look at somebody that everybody like uh, fucking puts up on a pedestal fucking Tupac Tupac wasn't a fucking dope lyricist if you look at his shit was basic as well it's
0: not subjective yeah but yeah. I,
1: I know what what you mean if with you could the do New the, Yorker st- style yeah, yeah. It, he wasn't known for like his like fucking rhyming his like double entendres and shit he was just an emotional me- rapper the, yeah
0: emotional and the messages and all that, and but then even like if you're looking at like abstract styles of like Fuchsnickers and Dazafetti, yeah, yeah. they're making like sneezing <laughs> noises and shit, you yeah. know, but. And that was cool in its own way, but yeah. lyrical, no. It's like a, it's a different thing, yeah. you know. And that, that's a dope thing about hip hop. There's so many fucking styles and all this shit. Like, and you know, hip hop is not in a bad place. If you want dope shit, you can find it. If there's, you know, it's yeah. everything,
1: yeah. 100%, man. Like, I think, like, because I still have a lot of those, like, new rappers that are coming out. Like, when, when fucking J. Cole started blowing up on the scene, I was like, that's just fucking dope. Yeah. Or like Kendrick, or, you know, all these other people. Like, it was dope. I mean, there's always going to be, now it's just that the genre just grew bigger. That's all. There's like right. emo rap and shit now, too. So. Right, right, right. Right. Which kind of still blows my mind. I don't understand this shit.
0: <laughs> so what what's the thing that you're trying to like get into the most? Like I, I mean, you've had such a long YouTube run at this point. Yeah, like really, YouTube has changed like a motherfucker. And you know, you're still doing it. You're putting out weekly videos.
1: Yeah, I mean, I just started doing weekly videos again after like, the, I, I've been off and on for two years. A breakdown. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was that mental breakdown. I fucking snapped, dude. Like, yeah. I, I, I was like 260 something pounds. I was super fucking overweight. I just woke up every day without a purpose. And I mm. that's like my biggest fear. If somebody asks me, what is your biggest fear is to wake up every day feeling like I don't have a goal. And mm. when I feel that I feel like, oh, shit, I, I, I could die tomorrow. and I wouldn't care. You know? But I mean, but you did have a goal. You were just you were working excessively on the one thing, right? Like, yeah, and then it it I think what happened was I didn't prepare for the after, so it was like, cool Sundance, you're gonna get in there one day, and you're just gonna keep going for it, and it happened hella fast, and I was yeah, like, yeah. okay, what next? You know, and right. I didn't think about the what next. Right. And I was like, well, I just did this film, and it meant a lot to people, and now I have to go back to YouTube. Like mm. that's how I thought of it, you know, and now when I do YouTube, it's like. I'll upload a video if I want to upload a video. So it's more like I do it for my entertainment and fun, and I also do it to help people out if they want advice. And that's really about it, and so. You're it, on your grown man shit right now, because you have that, but like, you have other businesses you run and shit. Yeah, and I, and I love food right now, too, so you know, I've always loved food, I love, <laughs> I love
0: I love food right now, didn't yeah, no, like it much back then. Yeah, but. back
1: in the day, you know, when I was 260 pounds, I just, mm, <laughs> <laughs> it was nasty. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Yeah, but no, I mean, you got you got like I mean establishments in K Town, the different regions of Los Angeles. Like, talk about that a little bit. Yeah, so
1: I have uh, this. I'm trying to make matcha super accessible to people, like in terms of making it like coffee. So we have a business called Sip Matcha Tea and Boba, Um, and so we. I mean, we have Boba there, but we are a matcha business. And so a lot of the focus, exactly. So I think like matcha has this thing where it's not accessible. People think it's like some high level shit, which it is. Like there's high quality stuff is what we have, but we want it to be accessible with accessible prices. Mm. So a lot of the matcha spots that you do go to, they either serve really bad matcha or it's not accessible to you guys. You know, so we, I wanted to, I don't like non accessible food. I hate that shit. I like fancy restaurants and stuff yeah. like that too. Like, I think they have great stuff to offer. You know, fucking David Chang, like Momofuku, all yeah. that stuff. That's fucking delicious. But how I, what I vibe with is, affordable food that you could afford on a regular basis because that's just the food that I grew up with and we wanted to do that with matcha with sip I have a softer spot called Drips and Swirls out in K-Town yeah yeah it's a spot we have Shrimp Daddy uh Hawaiian shrimp Plays another place called Chichi Dango, which is Hawaiian Shave Ice god damn what the fuck <laughs> fucking
0: Trump what the
1: fuck <laughs> yeah with no money Trump with no money right, yeah, yeah, yeah. and
0: no power yeah no I mean it's great I mean, how did is that something you kind of wanted to you know get into as you got older like oh look I'm gonna invest in businesses
1: I've, Like, I've always wanted to do food though like For Food specifically, like, I, yeah. I just like prior to this, like I w- I, w- I wanted to open up a sandwich shop, super bad. I fucking love sandwiches, right? right. Like the most American thing about me is that I, l- I could eat sandwiches every day for the rest of my life, and yeah. I'm good, dude. Yeah, because
0: like, I'm. I, I c- mean, sandwiches, yeah. It's broad. You can yeah. put anything in a anything sandwich. Anything in a sandwich. Yeah. I
1: fucking love that shit, dude. You could put a sandwich on an ugly bitch's face, Bah! and it's good. <laughs> it's
0: Like something about this bitch. <laughs> something about
1: this Wonder Bread just fucking damn. <laughs> put it around her face. Yeah. You know? That. So yeah,
0: food specifically, and I mean especially actually cuz any any business not just food it, it's tough especially coming from the world of like what you come from the entertainment right it's like fast turnaround you mm-hmm. know and and it's like going transitioning from that to like going into the business i feel like it's kind of a
1: very different thing oh it's 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 a lot more structured that's for sure. Okay, like a structure is not something that I have been great at. That's why you know comedy and everything else has been better for me because it's just so emotionally based. And yeah, there's structure in it. You know, setting up your jokes or whatever, but it's still art. You know, business has like an art aspect to it too. But the structure and the foundation has to be strong. You know. Yeah. And you know, on top of that, I don't deal with this part. Our 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 partners. You know, Jeremy. Anna, June and Dan, they all, they all handle that stuff and they handle like dealing with employees, you know, customer service, uh, product, that's their world. And I do that, that marketing end where I try to, you know, translate what, what they want into what other people can digest. Right. So that's, that's the fun part about businesses too. And I also get that same type of pleasure of having somebody take the drink or food, they eat it and they go, this is amazing. And they feel good about it. And that's what I like. Yeah. I like somebody Eating the product or the, the food that I'm making and it makes them feel good and that makes me feel good. Right. So right. If, yeah. if if they don't feel that way, I, I kinda feel like sometimes I failed a little bit, but some people are just snobs and fuck them. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So. Is your dream restaurant like a sandwich spot? Is that what it is? I would love to do a sandwich spot and then a coffee joint. Another coffee joint. Yeah, well, this one's matcha. I would like to do a, a like a coffee shop, but right, you know, that's not more for like business. Like that's just to have, just so I could go there.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know? yeah, yeah, have a place. <laughs> exactly. I think I got, I got that same thing. Like I want to own a bar. Oh, you yeah, know? dude, yeah. that should be fucking popular. That's like my, you know, just because I'm like a very bar person. Like at, at at like 21, I was going to bars alone. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's more of a sad thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, like,
1: so to say there's an accomplishment, I was yeah. like, yeah, I don't know about that. Bro. I
0: said, like the certain bars I go to, I send girls to college there. Yeah.
1: The money I drop there, yeah. I pay tuition.
0: <laughs> I've paid tuition for semesters there. Yeah, no. yeah. Nah, that's dope, bro. I mean, so is there anything else, anything you want to plug coming up?
1: Uh, not really man. I mean just you know, check out the the food business man. Go to go to Sip Matcha. Uh check us out. I hope you guys like it. There's strips and swirls out in Cape Town and yeah. then you could catch a I at go to Drips
0: and swirls. I mean just the plaza there to have other good food and Except for our a, stuff. our <laughs> stuff? Yeah, no no no. It's a good place to like have the dessert. You yeah, know yeah, what I mean yeah. you got the, the, the uh, Aca-Gro, Aca-Gro, man, Aca-Gro. that that's ill Argentinian spot. Aka grow, man. That place got the, to
1: plug them Korean
0: owned Argentina I'm, I'm born Argentina so that's that. dude that I'm place right is there. the death of
1: me man it's fire like, I could eat I ate that shit There. you know what you guys are the reason why I gained so much fucking weight in the first place cause when we were setting up drips and swirls I ate that every fucking day it was so good
0: well so you were just talking let's talk about that before we go too it's like you, the the whole weight loss thing and you, I asked you like what was a thing and you were just like I oh, just walking like <laughs> what the fuck were you in a wheelchair the whole time like
1: what no, I mean it's, it, was it that simple like you know what it is? I mean, you can go and do this for hours, but basically what it's about is about creating habits. And I always say this because I used to think it was about intensity. It's not about intensity. It's about consistency. Okay. So if you are trying to work out and kill yourself every day, and mind you, there are people that can do this, but if you haven't been active your whole life, right? And suddenly you're trying to do this like 180 turn and say, hey, I'm going to fucking destroy my body every day. You think you're going to do it for fucking four, five, six months straight? Absolutely not. Do something low intensity and do it every day and prove to yourself that you could, you could complete something. And that's really what it was about. So I would get disappointed because I used to play ball. I used to weight lift. I used to power lift everything. And so I will go into this gym. I would go ham. And you know, Bart Bart's super buff. Yeah. He would look at me he goes, dude, you need to fucking slow it down. And I was like, nah, I got this shit. Right. And I'd be paralyzed for a month. <laughs> you yeah. know, And I wouldn't come back to it. So the smallest thing that I could do was just walk every day. Right. And I walked about three miles every day. Then I started changing what I was eating. And then the first month I lost a pound, maybe two pounds, and I just took that as a victory. Right. And I was like, okay, now what's the next thing that I can do? Change what you're eating now. Like, don't, you don't have to eat every meal were like your
0: you're, Were your eating habits like really bad or what?
1: Bro, let me tell you something about that, dude. Like, so one of the things that I had to do was calculate what I was eating every day. Dude, I would eat as if I was going to be killed the next day. <laughs> you know what I mean? God it was damn, like my last really? meal. Yeah. So, like, for example, this is just like what it is. Like, in the morning, I would eat eggs you know, bacon, whatever, hash brown, whatever, from a diner spot, right? Yeah. Then immediately after, my friends would be like, yo, let's go get some pho, then I'll go eat some pho and some egg rolls and two appetizers, whatever. Then afterwards, like, yo man, let's go get dinner, and then i go eat some ramen after that. Yeah. That alone, in and of itself, is already like 4,000 calories. Right, then after right. that, I would go drink. And
0: then right. while you're
1: drinking, you're snacking on fried shit you don't even know. So I would like eat an average of like 4K calories a day. That's crazy, yeah. It, it was unreal, And then dude. Just, you just saw it catch up. Do you wanna hear some crazy shit, though? I didn't know I was fat. Nope, I mean, people would tell me, but I'm like, dude, what's wrong with you, dude? Like, I'm, right, I am right. not a fat person. That might be,
0: yeah, a thing too, in general. Like, you know, you don't, you have that self-realization at a I had
1: like body dysmorphia just in a weird way. Like uh, when, I, when I looked at myself damn. in the mirror, I looked like you. I was like, dude, I'm fucking thin, bro. What are you talking about? <laughs> like my girlfriend would be like, no, you're a fat person, right? I'm like, listen, like we would eat. Did and that hurt or how did no, that feel No, because I thought she was crazy. Shut right? <laughs> 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 yeah, a crazy ass <laughs> huh, bitch. <laughs> yeah, so we, we would eat and then I would look, there's like two other fat people sitting across from yeah. us and I'm like, babe, look at those fat people. <laughs> look, at, look at these fatties, look at the way they eat. Wow,
0: they were looking at you like, like you're, you're the homie, yeah. like what's good? <laughs> and, then,
1: and then my girlfriend would look at me, and she goes, you're fatter than them. And I'm like, the fuck are you talking I'm an athlete you know what I mean like I couldn't see it. I didn't even get it you know what I mean and it just everybody to me in the world was crazy my you, self-esteem you were is- shallow howling yourself dude my <laughs> self-esteem is so fucking high it's stupid You know what I mean? Like like when people say I love myself, no, you don't love yourself as much as I love myself.
0: (laughs) You know what I mean? Like I was smashing every day myself. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like I would wake up, I would blame the washer and dryer for shrinking my clothes consistently. You know what I mean? Like I would find all these things. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. And what happened was my knees started to hurt. My joints started hurting. Mm. I started getting short of breath. And that's the stuff that you can't deny. You know, it's like, oh, I'm in pain. And right. my back started hurting. And right. I was like, and I sat I remember I just sat there and I just was in my room and I was like, Am I a fat person? Like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Am I fat? Right, right. And then I I would take these daily pictures when I was trying to work out. And it's like, you know, like you see a month side by side, and somehow the progress picture got fatter. Right. <laughs> you know? right. And I'm like, wait, which one's the before and after? I couldn't tell. And then I had to sit there and I was like, wait. I fit a double XL now. I'm supposed to be an XL. Yeah. And it's like, hold on a second. I can't breathe when I put my boxers on. Like there's like these small signs. And I was like, Oh shit, David, I think you're fat. I yeah. think, I think you're no wonder. Like when you order food, people wonder like, are, is your girlfriend coming? Yeah. And I'm like, no, this is just for me. Yeah. I've
0: had that moment with aging. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, shit. I, yeah, like, you know, just because it's, it's a youthful lifestyle. A lot lot of us are in it with entertainment and going out. And mm-hmm. you have fans that are young and all this shit, you know? And then all of a sudden, I started looking at all the tagged photos of me and fans. And I'm like, goddamn, I'm starting to look like old. <laughs> and one day, I'm in a hotel room on tour, um, waking up, hungover, I look in the mirror. And I was like, oh, shit. I'm washed. <laughs> oh, shit. I I spoke to myself. I was like, I think I was one time I said something weird. Like, I looked in the mirror, I was like, hello, old friend. <laughs> like, some weird shit like that. It, I mean, it wasn't like, even you, it was your reflection that said it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, it's, good it's, day, it's a good, good sir. Yeah, yeah, but I mean that's the thing. It's like it's dep- it could be sad or depressing at first, and then later it's a, it's a liberating feeling when you are like accepted and not in a, in a bad way. You yeah. know what I mean? Like you,
1: you know, some of my friends too, like they're like, "Yo, don't you wish you were 20? I was like, "Fuck, no!" I love right. the way I am right now, dude. I'm I'm way more confident in the way that I speak. I'm a lot more precise, and I'm in a maturity level. Like for example, to the homegirl, Jens, yes. Jess, yeah. I can. Re- realize my mistakes and apologize to her and feel better about it that i apologize and i don't feel like i'm i my pride's in the way i feel you You know and that happens through with being an adult and growing up before i don't even have that because i i I feel so bad i was at a college show and this young girl was like she thought i was a lot younger than i actually am i'm 30 so she was like oh aren't you she was like oh i thought you were like 25 you're really old don't you miss (laughs) being young i was like how much money you have in your bank account Right, right right and she was like uh i was like no I don't miss being you at all you're yeah. broke
0: <laughs> you know they, they remind me of just like how we were young because young people just like love being like I'm young and you're old yeah
1: like talking shit to me I was like you brought me out why are you being so mean right. <laughs> yeah, right. you know I was like what the fuck I was, like, well, I was like another reason why is because number one like you guys are so unsure about your choices all the time I it took me fucking hell to get to the mind state that I am right now right. you would love to be where I am at right now and yeah. I'm still learning till this yeah. day but imagine how far back you are from me and eventually you'll get there too So don't pity me is what I'm saying.
0: That's the thing. There's, there's moments like I look back on my youth and, and how how proud I was to be a fuckboy and yeah. shit. You know what I mean? And I'm like embarrassed of those moments, dude. Because I, I know like the way I was talking to people or treating girls and all this shit. And I'm all like, dude, I should be embarrassed about that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I shouldn't be proud about that shit. Dude, like,
1: like one of my friends asked me, he goes, like, if you had a time machine, what's the first thing you would do? I would go back in time and slap the fucking shit out of myself. You know what I mean? Like, I'm over here trying to be. I'm you're not, fat. <laughs> yeah. Did you know <laughs> you're you fat? You're also not a fucking thug. Like, you know what, <laughs> what I mean? I'm a dweeb. Like, I am a fucking dweeb. Right. I should have just accepted that shit. But instead, I'm over here trying to like, yo, what's the huh? You know? You know what I mean? It's like, what are you doing, bro? Stop creep walking. Yeah. Stop! I'm crip walking for no reason and shit. What's <laughs> the cut? Like, what are you doing, bro? Like, it was so dumb. I tried to impress so many other people. I tried to be somebody that I wasn't, and it got me in trouble. A lot. Right. A lot of the trouble that I got into was, wasn't even because I was, I was doing something bad, but I associated myself with bad people. Yeah, and yeah. so people assumed that I was like that, too. But I was just a fucking geek, and I should have ex- accepted it. Like, you're just a geek with a loud mouth, and you should have been happier with that. But I wasn't, so...
0: And that's where we're going out on right now, David. So, thank you for coming, man. No I problem, appreciate, bro. bro. shit was fun. Yo, tune in next week. Oh, actually, <laughs> shout out real quick to uh, the homegirl. Shout out to uh, Hannah Cranston, who's the host of the Too Much To Handle weekly podcast, Navigating Life As A Woman When You Have A Big Mouth, and even bigger dreams, so if you want insight, you know, this is this is a good podcast for everybody, not just women, you know what I'm saying? Um, they dive into everything from sex, dating, career pros and woes, body issues. <laughs> I like pointing to you. Kind of body issues. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so tune in, great host, Hannah Cranston, she was a former host, executive producer of YouTube's Think Tank, and a regular host on The Young Turks. Uh, Tune in next week for another episode of Fun with Dumb.
1: Yee!